Oh, fuck, what I normally say, I don't even remember. Welcome, thank you. Hello, hello and welcome. Yes, yes, thank Hello and welcome. Sorry, man. sorry, I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> I drank a lot of the weekend. Hello and welcome. Okay, three, two, one. Shut up and sit down. Welcome to Elite Rugby Banter, the home of, of the rugby universe and in a very elite way. I think that cash line changes every week. I'm joined by uh, the usual suspects. I'm going to start off with our man overseas, Ben. How are you? I'm well, and you heard him? No, I'm all right, thanks. Just tired after a long weekend of uh, partying hard in 4 4 and over 30. Uh, we've got Alex. How are you, Alex? Hello, Adam. I'm very well, thank you, and thank you for having me on. Uh, it's always a pleasure, and we have Matt, uh, of course, r- rounding things out like the Sun Wolves will this season. Uh, I think I think it's a sign of things to come that you've switched my place. They're going to switch up and be first. Uh, so I'm you... not even going to say hi. I'm not even going to say hi. I'm just going to keep backing <laughs> them coming first in their conference. Well, we're just at the beginning of Super Rap. We've had one week that it has passed. The Storm has managed to squeak a win. Uh, against an almost resurgent Yagiatis compared to last season, and the, my Lions, and Ben's Lions for that matter, we stuck it to the Sharks in a very, very good game. So today we're just going to be chatting about, about the weekend's games. Um, the gentleman, you're going to have to probably update me the most. I was at a wedding, so unfortunately I missed those. Uh, I apologize. And then, well, yeah, we'll just uh, talk about uh, what's happening in the world of rugby, and then we'll look at the coming week of games, which are going to be very, very exciting to choose. And we're two from two, gentlemen. In Super Alex, you're back in the mix now. So remember, you mustn't, yeah, you know, change change our picks. We're 100% at the moment. Yeah. So, so any 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 fuck ups from Ty actually, because we we've so far showed that that we untouchable. Yeah. So okay. I I accept that burden. I accept that burden. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's get straight into it. So, uh, guys, Stormers, how good were they? Do you think that they're going to get found out when they go to Australia, based on what you saw against the Ogarders? Yeah, Stormers went great. I think that they showed a little bit of rustiness, um, and I'm a little bit worried about Diavot Duvenak. I know we discussed him briefly on Facebook. Yeah. I thought he actually played well this game, but I don't like him being the you know, first choice scrum half going forward. I think that's definitely a weak link. I think that the, out, the back three didn't look as good as I was hoping they would on paper. Lades had one or two really good breaks, but he couldn't seem to capitalize on me. He seems to have lost a little bit of pace. Sinatra looked really good, but he didn't get very much ball. And uh, Rule scored a try, but yeah, I mean, we know what his frailties are. Mm. And the biggest concern by far for me is in the front row with Ramon Samuels playing hooker mm. um, in the absence of Bongi. Yeah, Ru- Ramon, Ramon had a shocker. It was, it was, that's one of the worst games I've seen from a, a Super Rugby level for a long time. Um, I don't know if you guys caught his yellow card, but it was honestly one of the stupidest... It's one of the stupidest yellow cards I've ever seen. Like he was basically on his hands and knees in a ruck, um, and the referee was like two get away from the ball, and he looked up at the referee, and then basically he didn't even grab the ball. He just like pushed the ball away, like Ugh. just played the ball on the ground in full sight of the referee on his own five meter line, and it was like it was just such a default yellow card. It was so stupid. Um, and <laughs> then if it hadn't been JC answer, so so then. Maybe he was just mercy killing his own game. He was like, I, I can't be on the field. Like, like he was doing <laughs> the favor, getting off the field for ten minutes, to be honest. But saying that, they right. actually, 
when, when he was off the field, they they didn't look good at all. So maybe he he provides some intangible, some intangible. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe that's his long term view. Maybe he's like, when Boggy comes back, he's going to go to Robbie Fleck and be like, remember those ten minutes I was off the field? Do you really want that again? Because if not, you got to play me. Um, but it did open up the door for uh, a nice little defensive scrum from De- uh, JC Jansen and Rensburg off the bench with Damien Delender making a bit of a cameo appearance at flank. Uh, the defensive scrum and winning the scrum penalty on our own five meter, which ended up tying tying up the game for us. So that was that was really good. Um, but I do think it's going to be an unsuccessful tour. I'm afraid. Who did they actually have? Uh, I know they got the Warriors first up, uh, and then who else is uh, on there? Who's else else is actually on the tour? Um, uh, let me just check the exact order. Yeah, let me also. Um, like the first the first week's uh, Warriors, and then they're going to Christchurch for the Crusaders. Oh jeez. Um, okay. Yeah, it doesn't get much better because then they got Forsyth Bar Stadium for the Highlanders, um, and then they're back home to face the Blues, which is also not the easiest team very to travel home against. Because yeah, you, you kind of cancel out would have, your home ground advantage if you're also having to travel the same distance, don't you? Well, yeah. it's, it's worse because the Blues will have, have been in South Africa already from the week before. They're playing mm. the Lions the week before that. So the Blues <laughs> will, will be in Cape Town probably by Sunday. Mm. Um, afternoon, and then the Stormers will only get in midweek or something, or whatever they do. So really, they're traveling. <laughs> they're traveling for another week. So um, it's, it's, it's essentially it's a horror run of fixtures. I mean, you got the Crusaders in week three, so they could very much get yeah. back to Cape Town and be um, one and three, which isn't the greatest start. No, they. I think they definitely have one of the worst opening um, schedules of all the teams. Um, which is whatever. I mean, mm. you've got to just take mm. these things in your stride. Uh, so it's a tough tournament though. Like now, especially mm. when they, they've cut, they've cut a bit of they've cut a bit of fat. Like it's it's really they no they no easy games because if you think about it, if you have the Sunwolves or the Jaguars away, that's a shit game. Even if you win, it's it's taxing because of the traveling. Well, I mean, I was going to get on this a little bit later, but the Sunwolves by week, my predictions by week three or four, when they've had some time to get together and Jamie Joseph um, has had some match practice to work with the guys. They're going to be a tough nut to crack at home. I mean, I think better sides will be able to beat them, but they're going to be hard, same as Yagiatos. Speaking of which, were you guys impressed with the Argentinians? Uh, for what I could see, they were offloading. Uh, one try was pretty good, though. Some shocking tackling from, from the Stormers. I don't quite know. Yeah. I saw some flapping hands. The Allender, the Allender was tackling like a, uh, like a half-wit. Like, oh. Yeah, like his try was uh, quality. Jeez, that's the sort of stuff we've been waiting for for years now. But oh, that tackle just brought back flashbacks over his awful pass against Ireland where he completely uh, fucked it up. And then that overlap. No, yeah. I, I really, I really think it's not the second coming of DDA. He was kicking like he's got no, like, like he's got no like subtlety in his kicking. He just sort of kicks it like it's always a bit too far. Like, I know he's, he's got no feel. I guess you'd say off off his mm. feet. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I thought, I thought the, the Jaguars were mostly um, sort of what we expected to see from them, which yeah. is. A complete lack of understanding of the rules of the sport that they've been signed up professionally to play for money on a TV screen in front of thousands and thousands of viewers. Hmm. Um, they seem to sort of stumbled into it by accident. Um, but obviously, there's no denying like their their basic skill sets. And like you said, there's a lot of offloading. I think that's kind of what they look to do is they basically just they just move the ball around as much as possible. It's a bit yeah. like sort of tiki taka football, <laughs> and they just wait wait until something gives. Um, which is not a very mature approach, but I think it'll it'll be fine against some of the lesser teams 
I mean, Stormers, I'm not trying to say Stormers are a great team or anything, but defensively they are, I think, one of the better teams. So that just that kind of stuff just isn't going to work very well against them, generally speaking. Mm. Um, but I mean, really, yeah. like they, like the, the Argentinians just had like almost no shape to them. It was just, it's just typical Argentina. Like they just do whatever. Like they just pitch up. I don't think they even practice, and then they just like <laughs> see what happens on the day. Like, I don't think they even care. I don't think they care. Uh, it's whatever for them. It's a paycheck. They go on a holiday to Africa. They love it. Uh, but, well, yeah, I don't know. Their first 30 minutes looked a lot sharper than I've seen them for a while, but that could have just been rose-tinted glasses and not seeing them for the last four or five months and then just seeing them all of a sudden. I thought, oh, look, these guys half understand the rules. And then just before halftime, the wheels came off. Well, I, I, I mean, like, they were getting... Hmm? Sorry, they were, they were getting pinged on, like, some of the new rules. Like, they at one point, they kicked the ball out of the ruck, and yeah. the was like, like, you just can't do that. Yeah, obviously, Cleavy was like, oh, who's this? And like, I was like, no, listen, bro, you can't do that. It's a rule. Like, there's a rule against, there's a rule against it. And you just looked so confused. Like, I swear, I, they don't know that there's been rule changes. I, no, I, really, I put money on that. They don't know about it. That that message from IOP has obviously not been translated into Portuguese. Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. Spanish, sorry. Wrong side of Brazil, sorry. Yeah. To be fair, I don't think it's been translated into Portuguese either, so I don't think you're wrong. Yeah. Um, I, I think their, their scrum was a lot better. I think their, their traditional strength of scrumming from a few years back has now come back. Because they did, okay, granted the Stormers have had seven men, but the, mm. they, were missing a, they were missing a loose forward. So really, they shouldn't have just got mangled in those scrums where, where yeah. they got, like conceding a penalty try on a scrum is you, you've been worked over nicely. So I think that if they're going back to that traditional... Like I think the Lions showed it a bit that if you have a if you have a good scrum, it kind of cancels a lot of kind of rustiness or other mm. other bad play out. If your scrum can just consistently really damage the opposition. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I heard that my um, second coming for the ultimate tie to Thomas the Toy. I know we haven't gotten onto the Lions yet. He got eaten alive, so we can, we'll chat about that when we move on to uh, the Lions and Sharks. Um, but overall, I also saw that Dylan Lades. Uh, he looked great. As well, I kind of feel like he's the linchpin along with Willemso. Those are the two kind of key men now on the back line. Right? No, uh, Willemso had a very good game. Yeah, that's no, great. Yeah, yeah, he's played really, really well. Yeah. yeah. So you, you guys think uh, think big things of him? Yeah, definitely. But uh, to be honest, he played more like a number twelve than a number ten, yeah. which I actually think, based on what I saw of him at the Junior World Cup, is probably his better position anyway. I mean, it's fine for the time being. When I don't think we'll see him play twelve, obviously with DDA, but. I think maybe he lacks a little bit of the sort of playmaking. Like yeah. he's obviously great with ball in hand. Like he's an amazing athlete, but he doesn't have the same kind of like. Okay, Alton Yankee's not my favorite, but he's got a great touch on the ball. Like he does little things like dink it over the top or a crossfield kick, yeah. or you know, like the inside pop to charging Yaka Creel or something like that. And I just didn't see any of that kind of stuff from Damian Vilimsa. Mm-hmm. So in a weird way, he's kind of one-dimensional. He's like he's almost like the flip side of Mornay Stan or something. Um, but yeah, I think he's going to have a really good season. Well, yeah, I hope he settles. Um, and South Africa, we seem to be slowly becoming more and more blessed with lots of options at 10, which I think is fantastic given uh, everybody loves Andre Pollard, but we'll see how he goes in his first first game back in, uh, for Super Rugby proper in a long time this coming weekend. All right, so overall, uh, our market of 10 for the Storm's performance? Taking into account like the lack of discipline and how poor the opposition was, I wouldn't give them more than a 6.5. I was going to be a little bit more generous. I was leaning to about 7. 
Ben? Four. They weren't good. Like, there was a lot of there was a lot of rustiness there, especially in the in the pack. Ramon Samuels alone got, should have got four or five points taken off just for that performance. They they got they got scrummed, which is embarrassing for the Stormers because they have a good pack. Do. So yeah, also I don't think they made a good decision. So that yeah. and coaching wise, where if you lose a loose forward in your scrum, you should immediately sub your front row as well to kind of. Because, you know, they had to pull a loose forward. They should have brought on two new props in straight away yeah. to beef up their scrum. So I, I don't think they were good tactically, and they were run they were run close by a team that is significantly worse than them, so four. Okay. Uh, I, was, I just wanted to make a quick remark that the ultimate luxury player, um, he, he looked pretty good, Ben. Like, I saw his yeah, yeah, try. And, and he, was actually, he was getting quite involved, and he was getting stuck, and I was like... Oh. <laughs> I think... I think he, I don't, I don't, I think he, he must be a listener. Yeah, he's, he's a fan. A <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, can, can I just say, uh, Nizam is going to is going to get a red card this season for high tackling. Oh, you reckon? Right? Yeah, no. Some of those were shocking. So, like, like, I don't know. Someone has to, uh, someone has to work with him. Not some of them. Almost every tackle he made was like jeepers. Mm. I'm surprised he didn't actually get a yellow card for some of his. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's it's it's uh, been predicted. It has been decided. Which 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 round, Ben? Come on. So which round will you get a red card? Yeah. R- red card. Let, let me. I would say against the Blues, a tackle on maybe maybe Gibson, one of the Lucies, I reckon. <laughs> Gibson's injured, but it'll be. Uh, I think Gibson's will actually injured. Back? He'll try to capitate Pulu. He, he's a bit shorter than him, and he'll get a swinging arm. Or, not, or maybe not Pulu. No, no, but he'll just, he'll just go over Pulu's head. Like, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, he, he can only tackle players who are about six foot three at the moment because so anything else, you'll just miss their head. <laughs> okay. okay. All right, let's let's move on to uh, the Pride of Joburg and Swayce. Swayce the Brain, uh, relieving some epic stress from him. I, as, as I mentioned on Facebook, I think he must be stoked. I think if he had lost the first one, immediately the Whispers would have started saying, oh, Johan, Johan. But they put in a good victory against a still a very good Shark side, but I understand that the Lions stuck it to them in the scrums. A new wing star has been born. Lana Mapue has scored two tries already. Ruin Janssen Rindberg was on the bench. It all happened. So, gentlemen, it's overall the game. It's up. It looked like a humdinger. It was a... Uh... I wouldn't say a complete performance. Obviously, not from the Sharks or the Lions. Like the Lions, it was quite. It was quite a because the Lions scrum was very good, especially in the first half. But then the Sharks, well, I guess the Lions lineout was very bad. Well, the Sharks lineout was also good. They were moving it around the, so it kind of became a bit of a like the set piece battle. There was kind of so like the Lions would get very good ball off the scrums, but the Sharks would get very good ball off the lineout. So. It was quite an interesting game in that respect, but you're not like they're battling to kind of string phases together and stuff. The Lions now, and yeah, but it was a good game to watch. eh? Exciting, lots of lots of tries. So I think considering they only had one warm-up game as well, I I don't think Swayze will be Swayze will be too disappointed with that. Um, Does someone else want to talk about the Sharks, or should I just rampage on? Robert Depreau's try looked quite good. 
actually, and from what I could read and what I could see from the highlights, uh, he was he's taking to the line and seems to be offering them a bit more dynamism than uh, Bosch did at ten. I don't mm. know. I, I I think I don't think Bosch should have been dr- dropped from ten. To be honest, like it's a bit. Like, obviously, I know we've talked about in previous pods, like, you got to dangle the carrot. Like, if you're moving someone from a starting position, they would have to start wherever they're going. But, like, I don't know. If I was Bosch, I would be disappointed because he had a very good season last year. He got mm. selected for the ball based on that Super Rugby season. And now, mm. oh, the the third son comes home. Oh, he has to start. So, like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not criticizing Rob Dupria, but it, it, it reeks of nepotism, which, you know, I think... I think, I think yeah, every, Instead of it, look, I, I actually happen to think that Rob, uh, Robert Dupre is a better fly half than Cohen Bosch. Yes, I, no, no, I, no. So I don't think I agree with you. Like it, it doesn't look good. Like it just no, doesn't. No, look that good. is true from from an optics point of view. Like it is, it is very not just from an optics point of view, but like you know, you like he's the first, like he's just gotten to the club, and you're like, oh, here's an number ten jersey. You know, like don't worry about earning it. Don't worry about sitting on the bench and like beating out the incumbent after a few good performances off the bench. Like you just get it. Like surely the benefit of the doubt should always go to the starter, especially when they're like approximately the same age, approximately the same experience. I think Bosch actually has more experience, yeah, does. and like it just doesn't send a very good message to the other guys at the club because you never know when Robert Dupree is Rob Rob Coach Dupree is going to bring in someone and they're just going to like leapfrog you straight for the starting jersey. Never mind the fact that it's his son, you know. Yeah. Um, Wow. That said, mm. I think that the solution, I think that the solution is would have been or should have been for Bosch to be playing fullback. Yeah, because I think that's his natural. Hundred percent, I agree. So with you. I, that's because yeah, the instead they played they played in Volvo out of position. Uh, like I know he covers fullback, but but he's a wing. Come on, exactly. Like, I, I, I don't uh, understand why Bosch. Yeah, I don't understand why Bosch didn't start at fifteen. He's got a great boots, gives him more time to uh, line up a tackle. To put it that way, and I know he's, I'm sure he's been working on his defense as well. So it didn't make sense to me. So when you said Bosch fullback, that makes complete sense to me. I was quite surprised yeah. that he went with him. I know his experience, but he's a wing, as you said. Uh, yeah. yeah. They've been saying this for like three years. Oh, like Volvo can always play fullback. No. I've never seen anything out of him that suggests that he could play fullback. Like, Henny Danilo was a more natural fullback than <laughs> Loisi and Volvo has ever been. Like, I just don't, I don't, I don't see it. I really don't sure, see he, it. He, he had a cannon of a boot, huh? Yeah, I was I was pretty sour for a few years there where Zane Kirshner was constantly being picked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were playing this, like, brand of rugby where we had this fullback who just had a cannon of a boot or whatever and, like, was just there to basically kick everything back. And in Zane Kirshner's um, case, was pretty terrible at defensive positioning. And I was like, if you want someone to do that, why not just pick Henning Danilla? Like, he's way better at those two things, you know, kicking the ball really hard and not necessarily making a lot of tackles. Um, so really, like that was my biggest problem with Zane Kirsten was that he was keeping Henny Danilo out of the spot. Um, <laughs> like your the secret, the secret Henny Danilo um, love you've just revealed, which yeah. I, I think I think is very honest for you, Matt. I got two questions for you. Why do you think Mbovo is starting at fifteen? And then second, if you can give us your thoughts on Thomas Dutoy's Super Rugby debut at tight head. <laughs> okay, wait. The the Mbovo question. Fuck. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm expecting a pearl. Like how you put yeah, me on the spot. Yeah, you've been quiet like, though. Like, like, like I've got some sort of pearl of wisdom on a backline player and why he's playing out of position. I went and started Shit. cooking sup. I went and started cooking <laughs> supper during this game. To be to be fair, I was keeping like one eye on the game while like browning the oxtail. So yeah, I can't be. I, I, that's why I don't have too many opinions on this game. Fair enough. It was fun. And, 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 and yeah. 
You know you have to give a podcast on this game. Like, surely you should watch it. That's why it was on, Ben. That's why it was on, and I was listening and watching with one eye. But I was like, the game was at five o'clock. That's that's far too late in the day for you to start grinding your oxtail. <laughs> no, 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 bro. No, no, no. We bought, I bought I bought an instant pot. Oxtail's done in like an hour and a half. It's fantastic. What? Like, oh, oh, well, that I mean, doesn't sound right. Yeah, I'll talk to you about that offline. It's actually going to get poisoning. But then, what about <laughs> the scrubbing? What about the scrubbing though? Uh, and the I, scrubbing I, was uh, look. As, as I've said it, and you know, we fought about Kuni, and I think this is going to be our next Kuni too fight. Soon. Too soon. Too soon. Don't, don't bring up Kuni, bro. That he's still he's still wearing like that arm brace and shit. It's too soon to talk about Kuni. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's going to be the next fight, and that the same way you can't teach an old dog's new trick, mm. you can't teach a fat you can't teach a fat kid to scrum on the other side of the scrum. Yeah, I mean, okay. McQueen could do it. I know it took him three years. McQueen could do it. No, it took him more than three years, Adam. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. Look, I, I think. Yeah. I think I was but still I, studying. I, I don't think I don't think there's any value in it anymore because it used to be when you only had one prop substitute, yeah. then it, then it made sense to be able to scrum on both sides. Now just play on the side you're good at. Like, what's the? Like, I understand with Kuni, it's this whole medical thing and. If he scrums on the loose head side, he'll die or something. I can't remember. <laughs> but that is, it was a neck, it was, it was a neck think, issue. It was a neck issue. Yeah, it's a neck issue. He's going to end up being like the next Christopher Reeve if he scrums on the left or something. Yeah. So, but but now I don't know if I, I know that sort of medical medical issue is not the case with Thomas. It's just that the Sharks were too lazy to go find a new. I mean, Kuni went well, out during the tour. So my, like, my understanding my understanding was that the. The call came from Saru, so Saru actually pulled strings with the Sharks mm. and said that they wanted Tom just a toy to be developed as a tight head. I don't know if that's true, but that's what the word on street is. No, that's not. But right. why though? I mean, it's not like it's not like we're barren for tight heads. But Saru well, never did anything. But... They they never have any no, no. influence, and now suddenly they decide on one random player must no. change position. Like, no, sure, like I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not defending it. I'm not defending it. This is just what I read on, on the And they let the Bulls hundreds of SA schools players know. Sorry, yeah. must. F- <laughs> no, I, was, I, I think it, I think it's not a very smart decision. Because um, I mean, but I think, yeah, like, not... basically, what it came down to was like they thought they were being smart about resource allocation. Because I guess they were hoping to basically see Thomas Dutour and Beast in the same uh, front row, and maybe they wanted that as like a potential buck front row. Because I mean, we tried out Andre last year, and it was a bit of a disaster. I don't know. We've lost Vincent Crocker overseas. Nothing wrong with Wilco Low. They just, they just. I, honestly, I. I'd, I just don't think they know what they're doing. Like, I think that's what it comes down to. They don't know what they're doing. They thought they had, like, some genius plan, and it clearly wasn't as clear that as they That genius plan doesn't something. work, though. Surely surely it's easier and more reliable and proven across history to just find someone in Vodacom Cup in varsity, a new up-and-coming number three, rather, and try and groom him, rather than have someone... Because, I mean, it's the same as changing disciplines from, like, flank to center or something. It's a different skill set. It's... It, yeah. I don't know. It just screams to someone in admin saying, "Oh, they're both props. It's easy. We stand on the left. You stand on the right." Not thinking that it's a completely different skill set. Yeah. yeah so someone playing fantasy rugby and just saying he scores well, but that guy also scores well. How can we put them together? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, just just while, while we while we chatting about positions, because we could we mention the Lions bench? Yeah. yeah. Well, what about it? That they didn't have a reserve scrum half or reserve fly half on their bench. They had uh, six forwards. Mm-hmm. Then they had two centers. They were being cocky. No, dude. No, like, it was, 
it was the swayce. You, you, you know, like that song from Rick and Morty, Get Swifty? It's all about getting swifty, bro. Oh, that's another great question. Why didn't I think of that earlier? Oh, God damn it. That's that, 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 that too niche. Roly doesn't have time to even, like, shit in the morning. He wouldn't have time to... Get he wouldn't have time to watch the kid. Okay. But, but I, I'm asking about when, when, when you... Yeah, Adam, what? I, I, not, just to be... Just on that pun thing now. I think across the three judges we've had look at puns. Yeah. Believable or unbelievable or whatever form it came in. Oh, I, be, I be, believe in miracles. That was my first choice, yeah. That was, actually, maybe... that was, that was the best connotation of it, actually. All three yeah. lands, one, But your, your name <laughs> This way, like, all three were shit. Yeah, across all <laughs> three options, though, Adam, all, across all three judges, you ranked the poorest. Oh, really? Uh, my, yeah, my, my, consistently. My... Oh, consistently, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank who, you. Who, who was the third judge? Uh, um, the egg the chasers. Egg chasers. Podcast. They've actually got back to us. Yeah, it was like Chasers. They got back to us like yeah, on yesterday evening. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I sent it through to them anyway, just, just for curiosity's sake to see how they ranked us. Yeah. Um, oh, the, the Jed. I think you. Uh, no, no, Jed. Jed got back to us on Yo, Jed, Sunday Jed, morning. Jed said I was the best. So I like yeah. Jed. I might get Twitter just yeah. to follow him. Egg Chasers also you, liked you. Were, you were consistent. Yeah, Egg Chasers always liked yours. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I was also ranked uh, number one, Ben. Um, oh, uh, so, so, so basically every system, apart from the system that counted, ranked me as number one. Well, the other ranked, two, I was ranked, I was ranked, Jeg ranked me number two, and Egg Chasers ranked me four. Rowley, this Rowley character threw me in at seven, so <laughs> I don't know what you're complaining about. Yeah, I, I mean, I was lost. I, I, I could have been pushed up to seventh. You never know. I could have could have got lost. <laughs> Something. Adam, I think the highest I saw you climb was sixth. Yeah, and but then I was like, can I ask? Can I ask out of interest if you had been number one, what position in the draft would you have taken? Who me? No, no, Ben. Oh, uh, uh. uh, I would have taken five anyway. Adam, it doesn't matter where you are in the draft. You're gonna take Jordan Ulysses. No, it doesn't matter. For the fantasy podcast, for those of you who are listening, we're going to do a separate podcast after this oh, one. No, we're going to be talking about maybe. this, and I'm just going to say, fuck all you guys. You know, I'm telling you, Jordan <laughs> Ulysses, I'm calling him Moneyball from now. He's going to be called Moneyball. I'm telling you, he's going to heal Jordan, the points. Jordan Moneyball Ulysses. He is Jordan Moneyball Ulysses. Uh, uh, just to quickly go back to the rugby, uh, Sway's not picking another scrummy. I don't know. I don't know who the Lions number two scrummy is, but it's a baller move and also insane. So I, I couldn't believe it and do that. I've, I've I've actually got something to say about that or comment to make hmm. because I thought it was quite interesting watching Twitter react to that because suddenly you had all these people who just a year ago were all over Twitter being like, uh, um, Francois Hochart shouldn't be playing scrum half. He should be like a specialist winger. He's not technical enough. <laughs> oh, Rudy Page is such a crap scrum, scrum half. He's not up to test standards. You know, mm. oh, we were like such a scrum half like disaster. And so I feel like none of our scrum halves are any good. Suddenly, all these guys are like, yo, Andrews could see a good play scrum half. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Like, yeah, fuck, 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 uh, uh, I reckon Alton would have played scrum half. Andres Katsia would have played fly half, and then I don't know, maybe put like Mampu or something on the wing, and then shifted Muhuza um, to fullback. Mm, I think they would have. I think they would have put Kwaka there or, or Andres Katsia, but I think both of those are really shit ideas. 
Yeah, no, no, it was, it was like, obviously it it paid off for him, but just for, for my own nerves as a Lions supporter, I'd rather if he didn't do it again. Yeah, I I, I, I don't don't think he'll do it again. I don't know, who knows. They've got the new Just van der Westhuizen guy. Whatever he is. Who's that? Janssen van Rensburg? Janssen something... Janssen van Furen? Let me look it up quickly. Give me a quick second. Everyone's been talking about him. From the Curry Cup last year. Marco Janssen van Furen. Marco Janssen van Furen. Apparently, he's the next just van der Westhuizen. Oh, I don't know. So, Embrace Papier might have something to say about that. If John John Mitchell, according well, to John but Mitchell. Ambrose can be the so. next Furen then. Mm. All right, gentlemen. I think uh, we should look at the, look at the coming weekend yeah. on games. I was just. I know you mentioned the fantasy thing. I've just found out that Nick Phipps, Nick Phipps is injured, and he is meant to be my starter <laughs> scrum halves. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nick Phipps is injured. <laughs> Fuck. I know, who, who could have possibly known about that? Yeah, I, I. You'll be getting an email from me about that in terms of a, 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 a certain player being dropped. <laughs> You're already burning your Thursday trade. Uh, yeah, I've, re- I've already... Adams is, Adam's on like his Sunday trade by now, by the looks of his... I've already picked a prop that isn't on the plane to come to South Africa. So God, God willing, I'm hoping he starts. And I'm picking a Sharks. I'm picking Thomas a toy. Nobody picked him. Anyway, that's the fantasy thing. So this is this is the crunch time, Oaks. The Super Brew, our, our Super Brew account. So the first game of the weekend, we it's at on Friday. It's always nice at work just to have uh, the commentary ticker open. It's Highlanders versus Blues. Uh, Blues are missing a load of loose forwards. I know, so they're going to be looking to Akira Iwani to uh, kind of keeping that together. Naturally, they've got uh, player of the Eureka, Brent Gatlin. Is believed he'll probably start at ten. Uh, otherwise, good pack. Um, Highlanders know all about them. They're top. Starting team's uh, choice, very good. So, gentlemen, which way do you think this is going to go? I believe that it will be a win for the Highlanders. Okay. Yeah. And by what margin? Yeah. Margin, um, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it six. Okay. Six I... points. I think it's going to be relatively close, but I think that um, Lima Sopoanga's boot is going to be the difference. Okay, uh, I, I actually agree with you. I'm going to get in that bandwagon. Uh, I'll just, I think six is a fairish margin. I think I had eight in my own Super Brew, but uh, I'll stick with six. Okay, that's fine. Uh, ben? Yeah, I'm not a big margin. I was going to say four. Four. But uh, I, th- I think it's going to be close because it normally, oh no, but they have the roof now, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. No, there, there's it's no good, weather in a, in a way, I, I would argue the roof suits the blues better than the Highlanders. So. If I get it together. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can't see the Blues getting it together first not game on the of the first season. Game, yeah, not on the first game. I'm also yeah, gonna, so yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say even I'm gonna say more than a try. I'll say by nine. Oh, on the mat. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm sitting just above you guys at seven. I think mm. I'd reckon by seven. Oh, they, they'll get a try in over the Blues. Well, yeah, your your nine prediction being kind of like stuffs up our average, so we can maybe trust. Don't you know how, don't you know how to do stats? You have to take out the outliers. Uh. So ben, you're being an... Yeah, okay, but yeah, no, actually, yeah, you know what? Take ben? out the outliers, so that's what my yeah. seven because no, the two sixes. No, the, no, the nine, the nine. So I'm going to say six. I'm going to put in six here. Let me, just, let me just do the click. Right, it's in there, and then I'm uh, I'm I'm doing my own super brew at the same time. So no, I've same. done I've done mine same, already. Same. I've done mine already. Uh, okay, and then lock. That's mad. You gotta wait for the team sheets. Come on. Uh, 
I, I've already You're putting done... up money where our mouths are. Yeah, I've already done that too. Fair enough. I respect right. that. I respect... Right, the second game on Friday. I swear to God, these are GMT times. It's a six thirty-five. Uh, so I'm. Ten forty. Yeah, ten forty-five. Why is Super? Oh Jesus! I need. Okay, I need to change the timing on my Super. This is ridiculous. Right, second game is Rebels versus Reds, uh, at Amy Park in in Melbourne. I have actually been there. It's quite nice. It's quite quite a nice little stadium. This is a, a rather interesting game. I think uh, Carmichael Hunt is still not back. His cocaine charge got dropped, but he he's still in in the cuck with ARU, so he's not back. I think the Reds will be looking to Simon Karevi to do some shit. Uh, Scott Higginbotham. I don't know if Jordan... Honestly, it's like, it's like a one-man team. Yeah, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Etta de got picked early in our draft. I was thinking, Jesus. I was, I was dumbfounded. I was by shocked. That. I, I, I chose the even... I, I like him. I like He's chubby. <laughs> okay, then, I'm not even sure he's going to start. Yeah, and then Parise... Parise um... I know he'll start, but Parise out he'll start. Yeah, Parise is injured. So... I'm, the, I'm a big Rebels fan. I mean, we've got Moneyball, but more importantly, Amanaki Mappi, Dan Hedapelli, um, Korobeti. I'm personally thinking the Rebels, they, they've literally merged half the force into their team. I, look, I know that they might be a little bit inconsistent, but I just have a feeling they have more in the park, especially at lock. They're actually quite strong. I mean, they've got Jeff Parling, who might not even start, um, given, given, you won't. Yeah, given Adam Coleman. I think Matt Phillip as well. He's also a good. Matt good. He's, and he's good. Mm, so I'm I'm gonna pick the Rebels. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Rebels by eight. Yeah, I'm actually gonna go Rebels by a bit more. I'm gonna go Rebels by about twelve. Um, because honestly, like the Reds team at the moment, this is not looking good with Parisi out, with Carmichael Hunt out, with no solid fly half. John Lance probably gonna start a fly half, which is not great. Um, they've got James Tuttle, who is in my draft team, but he's not an experienced scrum off by any means. Um, and their forwards, I don't know, like it's just not, it's not looking good. It's not looking good for the Reds. Uh, so I'm going to give it Rebels home advantage, plus the new players from the force, plus they've got the money ball. Um, I reckon we're looking at 12 points for the Rebels. Uh, all right, Matt. I'd be inclined to almost push it up to 14 myself, just because, yeah, as much as I enjoy that convict red side, it's just I don't think they're going to be able to put pull off anything this weekend against the Rebels. All right, so, so everybody's, everybody's backing backing the, the Rebels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm echoing Alex and Matt here. Yeah. Like, by more than, Rebels by more than 10. Okay, so we had yeah. uh, 13, 10, I had 8, Matt. Sorry, what was yours again? 14. 14. Um, how about 12? Does that sound, sound good? Yeah, sounds perfect. Okay. Yeah. 12. That's saving. Uh, that's so exciting. you got to lock, lock these picks into perpetuity. There you go. Right. Oh, isn't this exciting? It's the Sun Wolves. They're taking on the Brumbies <laughs> in Tokyo at the Prince uh, Chichibu Memorial Stadium in Tokyo. I've already told you, Matt. I personally think... Uh, the Brambies are going to batter the shit out of the Sunwolves just because they haven't had time. That's just my personal opinion. I'll give a margin a little bit later. Uh, ben, uh, your thoughts on what's going to happen in this game? Um, I, I would say because it's the first game of the season, the a lot of the home advantages the Sunwolves will get, like the travel time, blah, 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 more, like they, they sort of negated. Uh-huh. So I'm going to say... Brumbies, but I don't think by as many as I think other people are going to say. I'm going to say Brumbies by less than seven. Oh, okay. Matt? 
Do you, want, do you want me to go now or do you want me to go last? No, time? you can go now. I, you're gonna you're gonna pick the Sunwolves to win because you you're literally <laughs> you're, you're, it's it's about it's not even about reality for you. You're like an ideologue now. You just choose the Sunwolves no matter what happens. Sun Sunwolves bonus point win by you know three tries. No, I'm joking. Okay. Um, no, but I don't know. I was having a quick look at the Brumbies earlier when we were drafting yesterday and that. What, who they've taken on tour and that. I mean, they're missing yeah. a couple of big names and all that. So, and, and although I've got to agree with, I do agree with Ben that first game, there's that the traveling is not a factor now because, I mean, the Brumbies could have been like the Jaguars and rocked up two weeks in advance, but I don't think it was that bad. So, Sunwolves by less than seven. By less than seven. <laughs> okay. Uh, Alex? Um, okay, I think okay, I think obviously the Sunwolves are going to lose. Um, I also think that they have not had the best preseason because I think there's been a lot of chaos. Like every week, they, you hear of new players just rocking up and getting a contract. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that's good for the club. I think it's like it's quite disrupting, disruptive. Uh, mm. It's quite disruptive. Were Brumbies at the Brisbane Tens? There must have been. They have been so. Rummies have played a few preseason games. No, like, I think they're kind of in swing. Must have been, yeah. So just looking at the teams, Rummies. I think I said in my team preview that they had one of the best, if not the best, tight fives. Mm. Um, and I stand by that. It's a bigger tight five. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, that was and in the that was in the last episode. Last. The last episode, yeah, I thought yeah. so. Um, so no one knows. No one knows you said really that. Know. <laughs> How convenient. This is new, yeah. this is new information, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> so, you heard, it, you heard it here first. Brumbies are one of the best tight fives of the competition. Yeah. Uh, got a pretty handy back line as well with Christian Lerifano and, and yeah. like Godwin and Kuradrani and Spates. Mm. Like, I'm sorry, there's there some big guys in that back line as well mm. with Kuradrani and Spates. I'm sorry, Matt. I just think that they're going to get they're going to bulldoze over the Sunwolves. Uh, I'm, I'm going Brumbies by Brumbies by ten. Nah, I'm, I, I reckon the Brumbies are going to win by more. I, mean, I think the Brumbies are going to win by 15. But I mean, we had like a, a try, 10, 15. Matt drew the outlier, so uh, you, your prediction of the Sunwolves is going to win does not count. So thanks, thanks by the way, Ben, for that little outlier thing. I'm going to use that whenever someone disagrees with me or there, there's a, not consensus. You can't have an outlier if there are two people. Eh? Like, no, in no. an argument, like, your opinion's an outlier. Oh, well, wait, what? <laughs> mm. Ben, Ben, you're talking to a journalist here. That's exactly what he's going to do, Mr. Fake News <laughs> over here. Yeah, I think I think uh, when I talk to my wife, I'll be exempt from that. Okay. Um, I don't so, think he's one of our ten listeners. You should no, be okay. I don't. I don't know. Fuck that things happen. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, not because we know one. It's, we know one is here, Khaleesi. So they only nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another one's a friend of mine in in Wellington. So yeah. Uh, I have so, to say, I got the Bambies by 10. We kind of split the difference. I think that's been generous to the Sunwolves. Uh, I'm just saying. We'll put Bambies by 10 since it's kind of in the middle. Uh, ooh, shit. Tough one. Crusaders versus Chiefs. Uh, okay, Matt, you can go first. That's uh, uh, yeah, it's a crack, crack of a game. I'm looking forward to watching it on Saturday morning. It's going to be a really good game. Yeah. Crusaders. Crusaders by, like, Lessons of five. Crusaders by five because they generally they start their campaign slowly, but I reckon uh, they'll still win. Uh, they always start their campaign a bit slow, but I reckon they're still going to carry on with their winning streak. Yeah, I'll I'll support that. I think um, I might have gone for a little bit more, but I think just because the first game, you never know. But um, man for man, 
the Crusaders team is is better than the Chiefs in probably two thirds of positions, I would say. So, yeah. and they don't have like the binding power of of um, Coach Rennie anymore. So the Chiefs always used to be like much better than the sum of their parts, but now I'm not so sure. And yeah, so I think Crusaders by about five. Yeah, I, w- I would say kind of Crusaders by about a try, maybe a bit more. Crusaders by eight. Yeah, the thing about the Crusaders is they it's their second string uh, pack. I mean, it's like a white crocket who I think he's just one of those sort of oaks that lives to scrum. You know, he just gets excited about scrumming. I think you saw the probably video of Georgia and England doing that scrumming session. <laughs> and uh, like yeah. he went to a dark, dark room for himself to, <laughs> to, to, to have a good time. But I I reckon that the uh, Crusaders uh, are going to win, especially Richie Mwanga. I think it's going to be a massive year for him. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to say probably about... Oh, these games are always tight. Six, I think. So, that's, uh, sorry, my memory is terrible. So, what what, 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 what were the we, margins? We all went five. Five. Oh, no, we all went five. Okay, five, five it is. We'll stick it Ben went eight, so... No, he's the outlier. So that that, uh, that, that. <laughs> fuck Adam, you can't call an outlier by two points. That's because <laughs> that's five. Uh, I've refreshed our server bit, by the way. I can tell you where we are compared to the community picks. Eighty-seven percent of the community think the Hardens are going to win, so they agree with us. Sixty percent of the community think the Reds are going to win. Now that's cuck. I think I think uh, I, I've. Percent of the community are idiots. Yeah, I yeah, think they, so don't read, they don't read rugby news. Yeah, sixty percent. No, I think sixty percent of the community is still waiting on their visas to get to Australia from SA. Yeah, and three point three two percent of the community think the Sunwolves are going to win. So Matt, you're with that lot. Good luck. Twenty-six accounts you have. Yeah, I was going to say because I have locked my Sunwolves by five. <laughs> so I'm either three percent. That's a differentiator. Jesus, you're going to shoot up the rankings, dude. It's a, you'll get the also mega upset token from from Superbrew with that. All Look, right. it's got to pay off. It's going to pay off one game this season. Yeah, so. gee, well, I mean, even a broken clock is right twice a day. So I've got a lot of those dadisms uh, uh, locked and loaded whenever they need to be used. Waratah Stormers. Um, I'll start off. I think the Stormers, as you mentioned, aren't as great as people think. I think the Waratahs are going to uh, kick the crap out of them. Uh, that back line, especially Flau, he's going to have good times. And you're going to see them kick a bit to uh, Tsunotla and Rule. So Waratahs by... I'm gonna I'm gonna be quite harsh here. Warriors highest by about 14. Um, I think I, I think it'll be a little bit less. I think that the Stormers' defense will hopefully hold up. Um, because the Warriors also like they play pretty structured rugby. Like they don't really go for like the blitzing tries the same way that a lot of the like the Blues, for example. Yeah. Um, so I think they'll be a little bit more direct. Um, and hopefully the the Stormers' defense can stand up to it, but I still think that they'll lose by about nine. Okay. So for me, it's Waratahs by nine. Ben, I'm gonna be a bit. Actually, you'll just call me an outlier. So what's <laughs> the point? No, 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 no. Uh, I won't. I won't call no, them. No, I, I I think the Stormers will will do better than we give them credit for. They, I think they will catch a wake up. And um, the way they defend, they deny space, and that's kind of what players like Beal and Falau thrive on. Mm-hmm. And I think if you, kind of, if you kind of keep them quiet, you, I presume, like if I was coaching the Waratahs, I would base a lot of my attack on those two. So I think if you blunt them, then suddenly they they're not as they're not as potent to side. So yeah, 
but I, I was going to say the Stormers, but you got just dismissed that. So. It's okay, Ben, I've got your back. You, you can't call both of us an outlier. No, oh, I can't. No, God. I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to be agreeing with Matt, so I'm no, going to say... No, 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 no. We, we, haven't, we haven't decided what the tiebreaker is, so you think the Stormers are going to win? No, no, I don't think the Stormers will win, but I feel I don't think the Waratahs will have it their own way, to be honest. So I, on my super on on my Super Bowl, I said the Stormers will win, but that's more of a feeling than a like. There's not much logic behind yeah, it. Yeah, it sounds like yeah, hedging. Ben, ben, what happens when Harry Hawkins comes onto the field for an early sort of start off the bench? Harry Hawkins plays for the Reds. Fuck, really? I thought he was a Warrior. <laughs> that's why I couldn't find him during the fantasy. Was <laughs> he gonna be Okay, all right. <laughs> I was just bored and I was looking through the Waratahs. I'm like, where the fuck's this kid? I can't find him. I was wondering if they'd added his photo yet because they're quick, quite sharp by adding the Aussie photos. So, I mean, half the storm aside, still like black silhouettes. Uh, all right, so the Ben abstains. I bring that abstains. So, Matt, what, what do you say? I don't know. Um, chicken out. No, don't chicken out. Yeah. No, no, I'm not going to chicken out. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go... Storm is not by much at all, though. It's going to be like... Three. It's gonna be fucking close. It's gonna be like three. Oh, you know what? If if but either Suttles or Stormers win next week, you can tell us. I told you so. You can you can keep that in your in your back pocket. So since since Ben's busy uh, hedging, didn't say anything. I'm gonna choose the Waratahs since I went for a much higher margin. So uh, seven, Alex. Since since we're only saying ones here, you happy with that? Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a good compromise, I think. Yeah, no, it's, it's nice when you and I just uh, do. Well, do why this, don't we? Uh, what? Why don't we go? Because don't you get like a margin point if you're within five? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's somewhere around five-ish, I think. Then maybe maybe let's play it safe and go like Waratahs by four, and then if Matt's right and they get like a one-point victory, then we still kind of get something out of it. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll make it four. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm gonna lock that. And Fucking money balling super rugby. Yeah, I'm super just trying to be that. a team player. Yeah. By the way, we were with 78 percent who picked a Crusaders win. Uh, Lions, Jaguars. I don't think we need to spend too much time on this. Uh, Lions by 12. Jaguars by 30. Just too many offloads. What? No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh. No, Adam, Adam, relax. Adam, relax. The Lions play. The Lions play way too fast for the Jaguars. Yeah, like no, they no, definitely. No, no, no. Like, 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 if, like the Stormers play I a slower thought. game, and I think that's how they manage to kind of stay in it. Mm. I think if the if, if a few passes start sticking, they're going to get run ragged. So I would say Lions by almost like twenty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's um, going to be a lot. I think it's going to be close to twenty. Uh, Matt, and I know you said you were joking. Yeah, I'm joking. I was hedging maybe lines by just over two tries, not quite twenty. So, okay, so sort of in the six, sort of in the sixteen. But yeah. Okay, I was, I was actually in conservative compared to you guys. So how about lines by sixteen? If that number, yeah, if that number rings bell, lines by sixteen. Uh, Stormers, Waratahs, are we crazy? We have forty-seven percent of picking the Stormers to win. Really? That's because of. Christ. That's me again. That's my account again. Sorry, guys. Yes, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it's my, it's mine and my. I've got a super brew Russian, Russian farm as oh, well. God. Okay, and then um, Bulls, Hurricanes. I won't lie. Damn it. This it starts at, I think uh, it, it kicks off at, at quarter past five. I'm actually, I might not be able to watch this. I'm a little bit disappointed. I'm very intrigued to see how the Bulls go under. Mitchell, especially at scrum half, um, ditching, ditching Rudy Page. I do think the Hurricanes will win. 
they are that I, I don't know as you said in your preview Alex I don't know where they're weak actually I, I even can't even think about yeah. it I was even looking at their locks they're not I mean Fadi Lopez yeah. core and Sam Losey is spoken about highly and they're saying he's maybe dropped a bit of weight he'll be better so uh, good game to watch I do think the Hurricanes will win by oh, I don't know it's a tough one I'm going to say the Hurricanes will win by 8 but I do think the Bulls will be a lot better than we think compared to last season when the Hurricanes smashed them so I'm going to say Hurricanes by 8 uh, Hurricanes by 12 for me ben? I, just don't rate the, I just don't rate the Bulls that much mm. Yeah, I, I don't, I can't see the Bulls, like the Hurricanes are a pretty established side, the Bulls are quite a new side, mm-hmm. as we said before, sort of home ground advantage isn't as significant first round, yeah, I would say Hurricanes by about two tries, so yeah, 12, 12 seems okay. a fair number. Uh, and Matt? Uh, third one for 12. Alright, yeah, let's see how what the community thinks 12 it is. For the Lions, I, I, I love the, I love the way Matt plays. He either just agrees with us, like like spot on, like doesn't even change his number, or just flies off yeah. in the other yeah, direction. Z- zero to like, hundred. Zero to hundred. Oh my god. Okay, well for okay, the guys, 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 I play with my heart. Okay. Oh god. I, I'm not I'm not analyzing this is, game. Is that why you draft and near him on a scatter? To exactly, that, that was my brain just switching off in my heart going, you know what, that guy's got fantastic eyebrows, take him. Um, just a quick quick update for what the community thinks, 2% of people think the Yagiatas are going to win, so uh, hopefully, so Matt, you're kind of missing an opportunity there for um, a differentiator. Bulls, Hurricanes, jeez, there must be some Bulls who drank too much brandy, they've got 24.71% at this stage, I'm sure the figures oh, might look, change. I, mean, I think Super Brew is huge in Pretoria, to be fair. Yeah. Alright, gentlemen, that's it. Uh, that, that's going to do it for, for the rugby podcast. There will be a fantasy podcast coming up. So, uh, gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank you very much for joining us, Alex. Thank you very much. Good. Thank you very much, Adam. Uh, thank you very much, Matthew. Uh, thanks. Uh, by the way, uh, Adam forgets to say we're on iTunes, so oh, it's true. please rate, <laughs> yes. rate, rate, review, and subscribe yes, thank to you. us. thank you. Yeah, thank you very, that very much us, for that. That gets us views. Those are the things that iTunes algorithm looks for. So, Indeed. guys, and, please. Yes, and we're on SoundCloud under Elite Rugby Banter. So, uh, check us out if you, if you want to hear uh, Matt make some outrageous calls. Uh, and Ben, Ben, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me on.